Hey, welcome to today's episode of the How Does Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Martinez. Today we have special guest, Mr. Brandon Barnum. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm blessed beyond belief, brother. How are you doing? Awesome, awesome. I'm doing amazing. Great day. Great day to be alive. Sad day, September 11th, but I think it's still a great day. This episode not released today, but we're recording this on September 11th, so remember all those. Took a little dark turn a little there. <laughs> Uh, Brandon, where you, what part of the country are you from? Originally from Portland, Oregon, but I live down in Phoenix, Arizona now. Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix yeah. is one of my favorite cities. I've been there a few times, and it's my favorite. I, I've never been in the heat of summer, so I can't say that it's my favorite place to live. Yeah, but. you know, 100, deg- 100 days of 100 degrees is a bit much, but my wife and I both work inside and in, from home, so it's AC all day. Wow, that's the hack. That's the hack. That's amazing. Let's talk about real estate, though. Yeah, man. Real estate. How long have you been in real estate? Because uh, I think you're like 15, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I got into the mortgage business in 1997, and I was in for 12 years full time. And then ever since then, from 2009, I got out, but I've been building technology platforms that are real estate centric. Real estate technology. There's a lot of opportunity in the technology space. And if you pick a niche, and especially if you have experience in it, you can make yeah. a lot of money um, doing that. Because I run a technology business in real estate, too. It's huge. I mean, I got started, I was a mortgage guy, right? But I had just come out of um, school, college with a marketing degree. And my teacher taught me to use my new eyes and see what needed to happen and go create it. And so I I built kind of an early version of Zillow. uh, in Oregon. I started featuring online listings and I went to realtors and I said, hey, I'd like to feature your property at pdxhome.com. And that was how I added value and then we started doing conferences and seminars for real estate investors, for first-time home buyers. But that technology platform was the core of my business. Wow. Wow. Do you still practice real estate or are you kind of out of the business now? 100%? We own a real estate brokerage. It's really a subsidiary of HOA.com, which I'm sure we'll get into. But we do have a real estate brokerage called Zoom Agents. We don't hire any agents. We just refer it out and earn profit on the you know portion of the real estate commission. show is sponsored by hive mind crm it is more than just a crm it is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one crm you can have unlimited websites and users you can call text rvm and email all in one user interface and you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses 65 percent of companies start using a crm system within the first five years of business once implemented the hive mind will save you on marketing give you more time and make more money one of our users had his first one hundred thousand dollar month using our system in june we want to see you automate and accelerate your business text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our one dollar course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal you can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io Man, you really dig into that referral business in every way, shape, or form. And that's what I love about the real estate world is you can actually get paid on referring transactions to other realtors. And you know, most other businesses, you can't really do that, or you've got to have a license. You know, in our case, we has a, have a designated broker that's one of our owners, and that's how we're able to do that legally. But I love that about the real estate. There's a lot of uh, agents that struggle with lead flow. Um, I think it's it's a struggle in the real estate industry as a whole, but I think agents, they get picked on the most. 
<laughs> it's I think it's true for most industries, honestly. That's, you know, I've over the years served a lot of business owners and professionals. My last platform, we had over 5 million people that were on our platform to do business by referral. And as we've done surveys, 90% of people say that attracting new clients, new leads, new business is their number one concern. So it's huge. Now, did you build that business off uh, off referrals too? Yeah, it was called refer.com. So yeah, we did. <laughs> refer.com. Everything's referrals. Everything's referrals. Okay, so we, we started it. So actually, quick story. I started trustedteam.com. I ended up partnering with another guy who had built a software platform called 22touch.com, the concept of touching each of your prospects 22 times a year. We did a merger, combined our two tech platforms and created refer.com, which we then grew to 5 million members. And how long? That is amazing. Five, six years. But honestly, part of our growth strategy was acquisition. So we bought a couple, couple of companies that already had an online user base. And that's how we were able to accelerate the growth. That's even better. I mean, you're doing roll-ups. You're doing roll-ups. Oh, oh, dude, just wait. With HOA.com, ridiculous roll-up opportunities. But that's for a future episode. Okay. I'm, I'm, this, is, this is, okay. Everybody doesn't know what a roll-up is. Roll-up is, is where you consolidate other businesses into one, essentially, big, bigger business. Did you end up selling that? Yeah, in 2019. Amazing. Where did where did did you raise funds to acquire other other businesses or what was that strategy? Yeah, we did. We did. We um, had a, in fact, quite frankly, it was a private equity fund that had uh, financed the purchase of the roll up that ended up buying us out uh, of the business. And so, uh, yeah, we had a private equity firm out of Philly that was financing the roll ups, and then ultimately was the exit. That is amazing. Think of the exit in mind. I, I, one of the things I like about the, I, I love that you're in the technology space, and I love that you're the business acquisitions because, like, that's one of the things. Like, uh, it's, I think it's a, it's a very untapped market, but mm. it's making the connections and the the ability to finding the capital and raise the capital to buy and acquire those businesses to make make money. And a lot of people won't even see that as a business. Like, I'm going to build this business from scratch. Like, no, you can just if you got a business, you can acquire businesses and roll it all up and sell it to somebody else. And there's your exit strategy. Huge, uh, smart strategy. I think a lot of people they they don't think of the end in mind, so they don't they don't even think that far ahead. Like, hey, I can actually sell this business and be out of it. And not ever don't know what they don't know, and so until they go through that process and then they sell and then they can see it, right? Then they've got the perspective where they're like, oh, I understand how the whole game is played. But up till that point, it's like you got blinders on. You only know what you know. That is amazing. Was that your exit strategy coming into it, or did you kind of like fall into the roll-up thing and it was kind of it kind of built along the way? No, it wasn't the exit strategy. There were just a couple of strategic acquisitions that we did. We bought one uh, online. It was really a mobile application to do videos, kind of an early version of uh, TikTok, quite frankly. But um, we bought that as a means of, of integrating that video chat into our platform. And then we ultimately purchased a, a different referral platform online and then together merged all that to, to build over 5 million members. That is so, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, so you're, you're, you're the by acquisitions. Um, how do you, did you raise your prices, all that stuff when you, when you acquired, 
So no, that's like one of the biggest levers you can pull whenever you acquire businesses or raise the prices. You, you go through that process when you're buying as well? Well, the, the acquisition of the other referral network, it was a freemium model. So they really weren't charging anybody anything. I, I shouldn't even say a freemium model. It was a free model, right? Their whole idea was to monetize on the back end through advertising, but they weren't offering anything to the business professionals that were on their platform. So when we acquired it, we then offered a, a SaaS uh, membership platform and option to those folks. Amazing. This is really, really, I did not expect this to go this way. This is, I know, really, right? this is a really cool now You question. asked the right questions. I, honestly, I don't tell this story very often because uh, people don't know and they don't ask. No, no it's, it's really, really cool. Really, really cool. I appreciate you sharing with us and yeah, with, our, with our audience because um, this is, I, I uh, we're, we're in the midst of starting a fund. So I'm, I'm learning a little about roll-ups and all, all this stuff. So it's just, now that you've done it, it's, it's pretty cool. So SaaS technology, um, what this all evolved into HOA? Let's let's, let's have HOA.com. What sure. is HOA.com, and what is its main purpose and like user user, user case to the end? The end user? Yeah. Uh, great question. So when we started the company after I exited refer.com, I was sitting on the sidelines. I started coaching somebody that owned a local networking organization here in Phoenix. And as I started coaching him, he said, okay, what if we could create a referral network of professionals that served homeowners, basically BNI power team for real estate. And so we started working on it. We, I was the chairman, we hired a CEO, he was the president and we started building it. And it was started as the homeowneralliance.com with the goal of connecting homeowners to professionals they can trust. Well, once we acquired the HOA.com domain, I was sitting with him one day and I'm like, this domain, the homeowneralliance.com is too big to fit on the side of a bus. So I thought, okay, if we could wave our magic wand and have any domain on the planet, what would it be? Homeowner Alliance, HOA. So I looked up HOA.com. I went and reached out to the owner and made him an offer refuse. And it was something that I learned from my CEO at refer.com. I was the president there. He was the CEO. And he was the one that went and acquired refer.com as a domain. And I'm like, okay, so you can really have any domain you want, you just got to ask and set the right terms. So that's how we started. Now, since we've acquired the domain HOA.com, it's shifted our strategic plan. Now we're on a mission to revolutionize homeowner associations because there's 370,000 HOAs in the US and 53% of all homeowners live in an HOA but most don't love their HOA. So we believe there's a better way to HOA. We want to transform the way that the property management companies manage the communities themselves. So they're, they're not the community cops, they're the community connectors and really servants of those neighborhoods. And then from there, what we're building is like Nextdoor meets Angie's List meets Zillow. So next door in that every community will have its own online digital uh, real estate, if you will, a digital connecting point and Angie's list because we vet, verify and then recommend five star rated pros. And then we have a home valuation engine built into our platform as well, which is kind of the Zillow component. The Zestimate. You're not making offers on that, are you? 
I'm not at the moment, but just you wait, brother. That's where we have the real estate company. We're just starting a property management subsidiary as well, because ultimately we want to manage those properties, those communities, because once we do, we can really improve the way that that community connects and celebrates and, and uh, operates. Um, one thing I really want to commend you on is taking on the HOAs. I mean, everybody hates them. Hates them. Hates them. Oh man, I I I think I'll give you I give you some points for that one because that one's that one that one's a whole undertaking alone. <laughs> yeah, and it may be a battle, honestly. When I tell people that I run HOA.com, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I hate my HOA," and I'm like, "I know, right? That's why we're here because somebody has to transform this industry. And if not us, who? And if not when? Not not now. When? Right? Somebody's got to do it. So we're taking the shot." Are you taking on other versions of HOAs like mud districts or like, um, or if you go to like apartment buildings or even like high rise buildings, they have their own like H internal HOA, I forget what they're called, but they have like their own version of HOA inside the building. Yeah, condo association. Yeah, we're, not, we're not at this point that will be future state. We'll get there in 2024, but right now that's, that's part of our roadmap, but it's not the current strategic plan. I understand. I understand. How are you? It's a big bill, dude. I mean, when you think about everything that we're taking on, we're talking about blockchain voting. We're talking about every HOA board meeting being on Zoom, recorded, transcribed, available for everybody to see. We're talking about blockchain spending. So you as a homeowner know exactly where every dollar goes that you're paying out into this community and how it's being spent, making sure that the bidding process for the jobs are, are transparent, available for everyone, and that we make sure there's no nepotism. Because right now, a lot of jobs are, are being given to somebody's brother, uncle, cousin, who, know, who knows? 100%. Are you trying to go through the legal route as far as when they're, when they're created to be instituted at that point? Because yeah. I think mm -hmm. after the fact, after the fact's a lot harder because it's, um, you have to like, almost like not, um, you have to embed yourself into that into that community and to kind of build it out from scratch. But yeah. if you come into at, at, at creation, working working with developers and builders, when they actually create the HOA, you can actually institute yourself and create those new. Am, am, am I on the right right path? Hundred percent, man. You got it. So it's an and. It's both. Quite frankly, ultimately, you're absolutely right. We work with the developer, then we can create the bylaws and the CCNRs for each community with our best in class, you know, standardized uh, documents. But then ultimately, the reality is, fifty three percent of Americans already live in an HOA. So we've got to start where people already live and amend those documents to up level the service that they provide to the homeowners they serve. How how are you pitching that? Because I, I, I like I like the transparency side of it because yeah. I mean the HOA. I mean their misuse of funds is unheard of. You can probably Google that and find a hundred articles from a hundred different HOAs. Um, <laughs> it's its own, it's a, it's a systematic problem that's facing that sector hundred yeah. percent. So like how, how are you like, uh, like embedding yourself to correct the issue up on the front end? Yeah. So, um, right. 
just so you know, to full transparency, we're not in that market yet. We're building that right now for a January 2024 launch. But uh, so I'm talking to the CEO of the largest property management franchise in the U.S. And we're working on a partnership to do this together, partnering with people that have already perfected the process and ensuring that they're following our best in class best practices. Um, but ultimately, it, it's really about serving the community. That's what matters most is doing what's best for homeowners always. As long as the community is doing that, we don't necessarily want to replace their HOA if they're doing things the right way. But yeah. if they're not, then they got to go. So ultimately, we want to partner with great HOAs. And if there's a property management company that their homeowners don't love them, then we're going to offer a better way. Hmm. Now, so what we're talking about right now is not our current strategic focus of what we deliver at the moment. That, again, is future state, what's coming in about 120 days. What we do right now is we connect homeowners to professionals they can trust. And so, again, that's that Angie's List component, if you will. The way that we work our business is that we have people that apply to be the top trusted realtor, mortgage lender, insurance agent, financial advisor, painter, plumber, HVAC company. We do background checks on those people, and then they license those individual communities that they want to be the top trusted realtor, for example, in that neighborhood. We create a trusted team of professionals in what we call hyper-local social farming, right? Realtors have been farming for decades. We're helping everybody come together and work as a team, and then we bring community impact events to that community. So when a realtor, for example, licenses a neighborhood, we already know who the HOA board is. We get them connected. And then what we do is we build a team of professionals that serve that neighborhood. And then they come in and we throw community barbecues and ice cream socials and all kinds of fun stuff to bring the neighborhood together so that neighbors get to know their neighbors. Okay. So are you doing this on like a granular, like statewide or countywide? Because I mean, there might be a hundred HOAs in, a, in a, any given county. So mm -hmm. like, I'm guessing you're doing this big. So yeah. how? That's that's quite an undertaking. It's so massive. Yeah, no, it's massive. Uh, we focus on really the platform and the program holistically. We've done a partnership with Thumbtack, for example. So we have over 250,000 home service pros. That way, if somebody's looking for a painter or a plumber, whether it's in Portland, Petaluma, or Pittsburgh, they're going to find somebody that's a four and five star rated pro. Even if we don't have one of our members in there, we make sure that the homeowner is always supported. So that's one of the partnerships. We just did a, a partnership with care.com. They've got over 4 million members and nearly a, a million caregivers providing uh, daycare, pet sitting, elder care, and then also house cleaning. So, you know, we're doing these national partnerships to support homeowners nationwide. Wow. Sounds like a how big is your operation? <laughs> this, this uh, right now we have about 25 people on the team. Okay, 25. Okay. But it's scalable, right? We, we're building this as a SaaS platform, yep. building the technology to be able to scale so anyone anywhere can use the platform. I mean, at the, at the core, we're a technology company, but we're really a service-based company. One of the things 
I'm most proud of is, is we just rolled out a concierge program. And the way that works, if somebody is moving into a new neighborhood, you know, typically you got to change everything. And when we moved from Oregon to Phoenix, we didn't know soul. We didn't know anybody. And now all of a sudden we need to have all new providers of every service imaginable, right? Well, with our concierge service, what we do is it's totally free for the homeowners and we take care of everything. We change their address with the post office. We'll set up their utilities, their power, their water, their internet, get them quotes on home security, homeowners insurance, solar if they want, basically everything around that move their uh, moving van, uh, shipping, storage, everything that they need so that they can just rest assured that everything's being taken care of for them. And again, totally free for the homeowner. And we give it to our pros to give to the homeowners that they serve. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So you're, you're a business though. So you, do you monetize the, the, the refer, the, the pro, they pay you a referral fee? Uh, they don't pay us a referral fee. They pay us a membership fee. So we operate this as a referral network. We help the professionals build their trusted team of professionals because, quite frankly, they want to get more referrals, not only from the homeowners they serve, but also from the other professionals they serve. So what we do is we teach something called our referral partner blueprint, and we focus on all of the different professionals who serve homeowners. So they're all serving the same perfect prospect, which at the center is a homeowner. And what we find is that most people don't really create referral partnerships. They're out there like the lone wolf or the lone ranger building their business all alone and they don't have as much business as they want. But when they work together and they uh, co-market, they cross promote, they cross refer and a client for one becomes a client for all, then everybody wins more business together. No, I think one thing that real estate people do very well, not everybody, but a lot of them do, is you, you go to that preferred agent. They have a preferred title company, preferred lender. They have a preferred uh, inspector. They have a preferred um, a contractor that might do minimal repairs. Right. They might have a preferred uh, lawn, lawn care person that can make their house or a preferred photographer that's going to do photography showing. So I think that's that's definitely – and not everybody does it 100% or they don't know how to monetize it. So I think just educating – the referrer on the opportunity to build and create their own network and monetize that. That's priceless to them if they haven't done it. Huge. Everyone should do it. Everyone doesn't do it because they're not all systematized, right? And so what we find is most people haven't formalized their partnerships. You go to most realtors and you ask them, hey, who do you recommend? And they'll have somebody, but they have it in a contact on their phone, right? They don't have it on their website. They don't have a uh, directory that they hand out to people. So it's it's pretty loose for most people and we're helping formalize that process. We also have what we call a home safe report. This is kind of like the Z estimate you were talking about before. We use it as a touch point. And so as a pro, when you become a member on our platform, you can send out that home safe report. You just upload your client list and every month it sends out the updated valuation of each property for each of the homeowners in your database. But the beautiful thing is not only does it promote you, it also promotes your trusted team. So just like you were saying, if you've got a preferred lender, insurance agent, home inspector, home decor, whatever that is, you're not only promoting yourself, you're promoting your trusted team at the same time. 
And the beauty of that is they're promoting you to the homeowners that they serve, the homeowners in their database. So we teach one plus one equals 11. Mm. You're, you're, <laughs> with that business model, your list has got to be crazy. <laughs> it's pretty nice and growing daily. We love it. The best part of our business model is when that a professional joins our platform, the first thing they do is invite their trusted team of professionals. The second thing that they do is they upload their homeowner database. Both of those are good for them and they're great for us at the same time. Of course it is. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I respect it because um, the everybody that operates a business, it's all about your list and list building and your client database. So you alone by collecting database can have a huge valuation just because you have a big client slash referral list of different lists that come with it, which is its own thing. Um, so I, I, I got you. I got you. No, it's, 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 it's amazing. I, I think it's, it's being creative is providing a, a niche value to the marketplace. Um, what is the membership cost for a professional? And for instance, I have a notary client. Yeah. Notary can get added to that whole bundle list, but that's a side note. Yeah. But what does it cost for membership to, for a professional to come in and do you monetize other referrers or do the referrers get a fee, a discount for being referred in or how does that operate? Oh yeah. Great question. So um, it's really affordable for everybody to join. It starts at $357 for the year. So less than a dollar a day for somebody to be a pro. Now that includes one neighborhood, one community that they license as the exclusive in their industry. If they want to upgrade, then we have other packages available at uh, depending on how many communities they want to license. And yes, we offer a what we call referral rewards. So we have a program. I mean, it's something that I teach, right? In raving referrals, we have a program where when somebody refers somebody else, they earn 20% of that lifetime revenue stream and they can either use that as a credit to offset their own membership fees. So basically you refer five and it's free. Yeah. Yeah. No, Some people just promote it as an affiliate. We call them ambassadors. Um, and then they make money. We do actually do a two level plan, 20% first level, 10% second level. And that incentivizes those that are influencers or really incentivizes people to go after influencers. Because if you bring an entire company, that company might either earn 20% or offer a 20% discount. But you as our ambassador earn 10% off hundreds or even thousands. I, I just had one of our guys set up a uh, meeting today with the CEO of a major online company. I'm not going to name them, but they have four and a half million members. And each of those members are consumers. They also have a, a sales force of hundreds of thousands of people. So that one person who's bringing that relationship in, if we consummate a partnership with that company, they're looking at a lot of money for one introduction. Yeah, no, the 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 referral model alone is it's its own monster. Once you get it, uh, once you get it, once you get it dialed in, and it, it can produce a lot of it can give you accelerated growth and monetize, monetizable 
to another level. 100%. It's huge. And 98% of professionals and businesses work by referral, right? And, and benefit from referral, but only 3% have a system in place. So that's what we teach. You know, my book, Raving Referrals, we've got a new version of this. I was just in Dallas, Texas last Friday teaching for six hours to dentists. So we have a whole program for dentists. And then I've got another book coming out on December 10th, which is Raving Referrals for Mortgage Bros. So we've got about 20 different titles that'll come out over the next two to three years. Wow, you're working hard. Well, the beauty is I wrote the first book. Now each of the subsequent books are being written by the co-author. I basically said, hey, here's my work. Now you take this and customize it for the industry. And uh, my partner on the mortgage book couldn't be any better. His name is Todd Bookspan. He's been, he's done over a billion dollars in mortgage transactions and uh, the guy's just awesome. So I'm super excited to be launching that book a month from now. That is amazing. That's amazing. Wow. You've, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in the real estate business anymore either. <laughs> no, well, I love being in the real estate business. I mean, quite frankly, bro, I'm in the real estate business. I just don't show homes, but yeah. we earn commissions on real estate transactions. What we do on our platform is if we have a neighborhood, a community that doesn't have a realtor that has licensed it, then we integrate our own real estate brand. And we've got a partnership with a national uh, real estate firm that's got over a thousand agents around the country. So we just refer that business over. They take care of connecting the client with a, a great yep. realtor in their local area. And then, you know, we earn 25 to 35% of the real estate commission without ever showing a house. No, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing model um, as a whole. And even that part of it, you said I have a real estate business, but not actually operate the real estate. Um, it's definitely a huge opportunity, especially with your referral network. And it just gives us more money to invest in marketing so that we build the brand, dominate the market. And in five years from now, people are going to love their HOA because of HOA.com. I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love Amen. to see that personally. Let's go. The, the HOAs, man, that, that's, man, I, I think I think one thing that's that's true about this whole conversation is you find a big enough problem and you can create a big solution which can provide big benefits to everybody involved. Everybody benefits. I mean, people don't love their HOA. And what if you did? What would that look like? To live in a connected community where you felt like the people that were managing your community really cared about the people that they're serving, that they're not the community cops, instead that they're servant, you know, servant leaders and really caring about the people that are living right next door to them. My wife serves on the board here for RHOA. God bless her. And, you know, I just hear the stories of what she's going through. And, you know, we're out to just change the total environment. And that's the, the best thing that we can do for our country and our communities is change the way that they operate. So I have a good question. It's kind of circling back a little bit, but what, sure. you said your mentor taught you a, a oops, hit the button. You said your you said your mentor taught you a strategy to buy any domain. What yeah. is that strategy that he used to because you got you got HOA.com, that's a great domain. Yeah. You know, one of the best I've heard. So what well, well, can you go into detail what that strategy was and how, how Yeah, I'll tell you a high level. Um it's it's least to own. It's least to own. Think about if you're a real estate investor, right? You might have put properties under contract, right? Where you lease to own them. You pay a monthly fee 
that's reasonable for you. You cover the rent, hopefully it even cash flows, and then you've got the option to buy it anytime you want. Mm, look at you. Look at you. That's not bad. That's not bad. In my head, I'm like, if you can do those websites, you can do it with anything. You can, you can do it with anything. We're just applying a concept we used in real estate to domain acquisition. You can do it in anything. No, that's good. That's good. What was the final price you purchased that for? Can you can you release that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I'm still paying and I'll be paying for a long time, brother. But it'll be worth every penny for us and for him and everybody's happy. But that's okay. That's I mean, even 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 mm -hmm. that, even that that you'll be paying on it forever. It, it is what it is. He might make we we've negotiated. It's awesome, man. The way that I structured this deal is a total win-win. And essentially, it's got a cost of living adjustment. So as long as inflation doesn't go off the rails, which under this administration, it already has, and it may continue to, we'll see with interest rates. I was talking to one of my mortgage uh, clients today, and she said, I just locked in a rate on a client at 8.17. She's like, I cannot believe the state of our economy. And I, I, that just blows me away. That's when I started back in the mortgage business in 1997. That's about where rates were crazy yeah we're, we're we're getting a good rate today uh we're locking in a we're looking at a seller finance 32 unit with uh five percent interest only oh there you go nicely done that's the way kid so that's that's a deal where i literally just it came in right, right like they, they accepted the offer so that came in like 30 minutes ago well so. done <laughs> good job man celebrate that no, you don't. Know, you don't. You don't know what to ask for, and I, that's why I, I, lo I love like creative strategies as a whole. And I'm, it's really dope that you use that for a domain acquisition. It's, it's just there's, there's a lot of cool things you can do. With, I think your real estate education extends into other things. Absolutely. And it really, it really can. If you become really good at real estate, it can. You can do whatever you want. I think you know, I used to. Perfect. I used to train for Robert Allen, No Money Down. I used to train finance for him, and I used to train uh, commercial finance for Ron Legrand, the creator of the We Buy Ugly Houses. Yep. And I learned so much from those two guys. Right? They would have me on their stage teaching finance, which was cool. What I really learned though was deal making, yep. and each of them was so creative in the way that they handled deals that it blew me away. Now I was there as the mortgage guy, right? I ran a residential and then a commercial mortgage company. And so they would bring me on stage to talk about funding strategies, which was cool. But the real magic wasn't the loans I could get. It was the deals that you could make if you just thought outside of the box. That's right. That's right. Side question. Yeah. What is what is the best thing you learned from Ron Legrand and your other mentor at that time that you can think of right now? Yeah, I mean, Ron Legrand was about buying the ugliest house you could in the best neighborhood. I mean, that just was a foreign concept to me, right? The whole we buy ugly houses concept. Why, like, it makes logical sense now. But at the time, I was like 35 years old, and I'm like, I don't want that ugly house. I want the nice, pretty house. Look at that one, right? You're like, no, 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 no. You buy that one, you make it look like that one, and you make a ton of money in the process. So that was a huge learning lesson for me. Okay. Uh, what is a quote that is yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? Ooh, um, I love the quote by Zig Ziglar. It says, you can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want in life. That's a good one. I've heard that one a few times. That one's, that one, that one's definitely a good one up there. Um, uh, where can people find you online? And we got Um, 
Um, plug in your book, how many books you've written, and the upcoming books again, and where they can find them, um, and where people find you online. Yeah, you bet. So brandonbarnum.com is probably the easiest place. It's got a bunch of my different links for different things. Obviously, hoa.com, ravingreferrals.com. At uh, Raving Referrals, you'll see there's two books right now, Raving Referrals and Raving Referrals for Dentists. The mortgage book comes out next month. And again, we've got about 20 titles in the works over the next two years. 20 titles in the works. Amazing. My One of my mentors is Mark Victor Hansen. He's been my mentor for the last 19 years. He wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. They, he sold. He and his partner, Jack Canfield, have sold over 600 million books now, right? And he, when I was writing the first book, he said, don't write a book, build a brand. And so that's what we're doing with Raving Referrals. We're customizing it for each niche. I was just in Dallas last Friday, and I did a six-hour training to a group of about 75 dentists. And it's amazing the the knowledge that you can impart on somebody and help them accelerate their growth. That's what I love doing. No, and this is the, the the amazing thing about like when you have a brand is that those dentists know everything about teeth and the mouth and everything about that, but they don't know nothing about marketing. They don't know nothing about strategy. They don't know nothing about uh, all, all the back end things that can grow their business: marketing, branding, books. I mean, I mean all that stuff. I got to show you. So here's what I said to him. I said. You know, most of the time you guys are sitting there. Let me see if I can grab it. I said, and you guys are sitting there like this and you got your dentist hat on, right? And the reality is you only spend 10%, 10% of the responsibilities of managing your dental practice are providing dental care. The rest of the time you need your CEO hat on, right? You need to think like a CEO and you need to ensure that all of those responsibilities of your practice are being optimized. So it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. And uh, then I also put on the HOA.com hat and help them understand how they can be the top trusted dentist in their local market. That is amazing. I hope everybody listening, I hope you learned about that. It's not about what you do in your niche. It's more of how you run the business and operate the business. So that's about, this is where like, this is why like any CEO can operate any business in any niche because it's less about the actual, the actual uh, work of doing the business is operating it. That is the key. Well said. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thanks for your time, Brandon. For everybody here, go like, share, subscribe. I hope you learned a lot because this is, this is a, this is definitely a, 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 a re-listen to episode for everybody here listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Go like, share, subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for coming, Brandon. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. Take care. If you're watching this YouTube video, we hope you found value. Please like, subscribe, and hit the bell. Watch more videos just like this one.